what's going on everybody this is sandra with intech coming to you with a brand new episode today i want to talk about signs of a true leader signs of a true leader and this message was inspired by the basketball game last night game one of the nba finals the cleveland cavaliers versus the um, golden state warriors out in oakland game one the Warriors took it in overtime, but there was something significant that happened in that game. And if you watch that game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the controversy between J.R. Smith and his decision to take the ball after he rebounded it. Uh, offensive rebound. He takes the ball out. Everyone's flipping out, especially LeBron James. And so this is what I want to kind of focus on and use as my uh, springboard today to talk about signs of a true leader I may turn this into a couple part series I don't know we'll see how it goes but the first sign I want to take on is this that a true leader accepts responsibility a true leader accepts responsibility for their failures for their mistakes for their shortcomings so of course there's two sides to every story and then there's the truth and we get what we get in the media and there's emotions and there's there's pride on the line and there's all kinds of issues on the line but i wanted to just look at this situation a little bit and and relate it relate to it and share with you guys my thoughts on uh, true leadership because i believe god has called us and created us to be leaders to be leaders within our communities to shine light to be salt to cultivate, to use our God-given abilities to make His name known. To glorify the Father in heaven. Jesus came to be our perfect example of that. But let me get into this. So, if you didn't see the game, J.R. Smith gets an offensive rebound. Seconds left in the game. Game is tied. Cavs are just coming back after an egregious call where... The, the call was overturned, going in favor of Golden State, whatever. And that's a whole controversy in itself. And J.R. Smith dribbles out. LeBron loses his mind on him, freaking out. And apparently, people are saying that they could read his lips that he says, I thought we were up, right? So he thinks that they're up. He thinks that they're about to win the game. So he holds the ball. Clearly, that's a, it's a tactic in the sport. You don't want to turn over the ball with a few seconds and give the other team an opportunity to win. Um and so I watched the press, press conferences after the game. I caught them on ESPN. I caught them on, on, on social media. And it was interesting how they kept pressing James, LeBron James, to explain what he thinks was going on inside of J.R. Smith's head. I'll come back to that in a second. But J.R. Smith is interviewed, and he claims that he was looking to control the ball, and he thought James was going to call a timeout. And so he was confused. He claims that he knew the game was tied. Um, however, I saw an interview with the coach, and the head coach claims that he believes that J.R. Smith thought they were up and that they, were, they had the game in the bag, that they were going to win. Now, LeBron's being pressed. And one thing that LeBron does as a leader is that, now see, it's, it's, it's not on him. But there's something that he does. He doesn't put his teammate down. He seems very irate. He's very frustrated. He could have easily started bashing him there. 
But he doesn't do it. He controls himself. He has composure. Even though it's taking everything within him. Eventually he loses. He doesn't lose it. But he gets up and leaves the press conference. He's, he's frustrated with the reporters. And he, so he leaves. But he doesn't throw. He doesn't throw him under the bus. And that's what leaders do. They take responsibility. They don't name drop. They don't do the blame game. And they don't start pointing fingers. Let's just say, for argument's sake, J.R. Smith knew the game was tied and just screwed up. It seems to be that he's passing the blame. Because he immediately mentions LeBron's name. And so I challenge you to look at your life today. I'm looking at my own life. When a struggle arises, when the tensions are high, we often make mistakes. Fine. But life goes on. And so what do we do after? Do we start pointing the finger or do we take the blame? Now, if you watch sports, a lot of times you'll see a team lose and the quarterback will get interviewed and the quarterback will often take the blame, even when in reality, it's not their fault. But as the leader, they find a way to say, you know what? We're a team, we're a family, and I could have done better. See, I'm not going to go to work and start telling people about something my wife did or, or, or something my family did or something like that start throwing them under the bus right, how does that look I'm not saying go around and lie and say we've got these perfect lives and these perfect families we must be mindful as leaders whatever capacity you're in as a father as a spouse as a parent in a class project as a teacher as a pastor as a group leader, as a, as a captain of a sports team, even within your own lives, leading our lives day to day, it's important that we don't pass the blame. And I think it's such an important characteristic of a leader because it goes all the way back to the beginning, all the way back in the garden. We see God confront Adam and Adam, in a moment of conflict with Eve himself, in a moment of desperation, in a moment of, of trial, in a high-stress situation, God, the one who created everything, the tree maker, Adam is trying to hide in the tree, right? The bush maker, Adam's trying to hide in the bush, whichever version you read, right? He's trying to hide from the creator of the earth, in the earth. And so God comes and asks him a question. Of course, God knows the answer. But Adam makes a decision. 
And he decides in that moment that he's going to blame not himself. But he's going to pass the blame. Verse 12, Genesis 3. Then the man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the tree and I ate. She gave me of the tree. Excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? Now, now he's, so, so, so he's blamed Eve. Now let's see what Eve does. And the woman says, the serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God says to the serpent, he goes on to curse the serpent. But we see here the buck is being passed. The blame is being passed. The finger is being pointed. Some of you probably grew up with, with mothers who said, when you point one finger, you have three coming right back at you. True signs of a leader. Someone who accepts responsibility. If you're under leadership today, I feel pressed to say this. And they're screwing up and they're making mistakes. Learn to forgive them. Learn to recognize their humanity. But I would, I would challenge you to, to examine. How do they respond? Do they accept blame? Or they always pointed on something else. It was the finances. It was the city council. They wouldn't sign off on these documents. It was the parents. It was this. It was that. It was the weather. Or do they, or do they accept responsibility for their mistakes? And if they do, that's somebody you want to get under. That's somebody you want to learn from, learn from and, and, and be mentored by. And so... I hope that you can um, take from this message today, examine your own life, check and see, are you passing the blame? Are you taking responsibility for yourself? God's called you to lead. God's called you to be a leader. God's called you to make a difference. And so we have to step up. We've got to take responsibility. I hope you enjoyed this message. God bless. I hope to hear from you soon. Leave me a comment below if there's any topics you want me to talk on. Uh, comment below, let me know, and I'll be more than happy to speak on them. Have a blessed day.